Good morning. So this morning we're going to include in this sit, in terms of switching it up just a little bit, we're going to do some guided mudita practice this morning. And then this afternoon at the 2 o'clock sit, we'll be returning to engage some more of the wisdom aspects of the practice. So you were offered a lot of thoughts and observations and aspects of the Dhamma last night in the Mudita talk. And what I kind of was thinking about as I was walking up here this morning was how this is so totally against the stream to intentionally cultivate joy to intentionally gladden the heart. And we're up to something radical there. Least we not forget and continue to fuel our capacity for joy in this place where we've spent our time and a bit more in front of us, it's almost impossible not to find, experience, have moments of joy. So while we are in the momentum of this retreat practice, it can be oh so useful to cultivate this as a way to add to the momentum of the work that will continue once we leave here. As you're probably aware, life brings many, many, many joyful moments. However, if our hearts are closed and contracted, those moments pass us by. It's the noticing, the allowing, the being aware. Even from last night, I got a really sweet note Sangha members, one of us here, expanding even my awareness and expansion, and my awareness and my experience of the little daisies. And this person pointed out how they actually close and open in rhythm and relationship to the mornings and the evenings. And so as I walked across this rainy morning, and I noticed they were closed, protecting themselves. And that brought a spark of joy for me. So though it could be the tiniest thing, it is our mm, responsibility even to this practice to cultivate an unobstructed heart such that the mind abides in this clarity this quality of loving kindness, of compassion, of joy, and of equanimity. So with that said, I'm going to uh, read you a story. Instead of a bedtime story, it's a wake-up-it's-morning story.
And this story is, uh, has in it the qualities of generosity. And I'm also going to read you a poem. A poem that is based in gratitude. So these two aspects of experience, these two qualities of the heart, generosity and gratitude, are some of the seed places for this joy to spring forth from. So if you remember on the very early in the retreat, I talked about cultivating the soil such that when the seed is dropped in, it has its best chance of manifesting, its best chance of flowering. So we're going to seed the soil and then we're going to move forward with this muti. So sitting comfortably in your posture, relaxed. If that hasn't come through yet, one of the major components for Brahma-Vihara practice is relaxation. Being in a relaxed way in the body with the So this story is a Hindi story from India. And it's from a book called The Giving Heart. All the stories in this book are related to the Brahma-Vihara. The name of the story is A Drum. A poor woman had only one son. She worked hard cleaning houses and grinding grain for the well-to-do families in town. They gave her some grain in return and as she lived on. But she could not ever afford to buy nice clothes or toys for his son. Once, when she was going to market with some grain to sell, she asked her son, What can I bring you from the market? He promptly replied, A drum, mother, get me a drum. The mother knew she would never have enough money to buy a drum for her son. She went to the market, sold the grain, and bought some grain flour and some salt. She felt sad that she was coming home empty-handed. So, when she saw a nice piece of wood on the road, she picked it up and brought it home to her son. The son didn't know what to do with it. Yet, he carried it with him when he went out to play. An old woman was lighting her chulha, her wood stove, with some cow dung patties. The fire was not catching, and there was smoke all around, and it made the old woman's eyes water. The boy stopped and asked why she was crying. She said that she couldn't light her fire and cook. The boy said, I have a nice piece of wood, and you can start your fire with it. The old woman was very pleased, lit the fire, made some bread, and gave a piece to the boy. He took the bread and walked on till he came upon a potter's wife. Her child was crying and flailing in his arms. The boy stopped and asked her why the child was crying. The potter's wife said the child was hungry and she had nothing in the house to give him. 
The boy gave the bread in his hand to the hungry child, who ate it eagerly and stopped crying. The potter's wife was grateful to the boy and gave him a pot. When he walked on, he came to the river where he saw a washerman and his wife quarreling. The boy stopped and asked the man why he was scolding and abusing his wife. The washerman said, This woman broke the only pot we had. Now I've nothing to boil my clothes in before I wash them. The boy said, Here, don't quarrel. Take this pot and use it. The washerman was very happy to get a large pot. He gave the boy a coat in return. The boy walked on. He soon came to a bridge where he saw a man shivering in the cold without so much as a shirt on him. He asked the man what had happened to his shirt, and the man said, I was coming to the city on this horse. Robbers attacked me and took everything, even my shirt. The boy said, Don't worry, you can have this coat. The man took the coat and said, you are very kind, and I want to give you this horse. The boy took the horse, and very soon he ran into a wedding party with the musicians, the bridegroom, and his family, but all of them were sitting under a tree with long faces. The boy stopped and asked why they looked so depressed. The bridegroom's father said, We're all set to go in a wedding procession, but we need a horse for the bridegroom. The man who was supposed to bring it hasn't arrived. The bridegroom can't arrive on foot. It's getting late and will miss the auspicious hour for the wedding. So the boy offered them his horse, and they were delighted. When the bridegroom asked him what he could do in return, the boy said, You can give me something, that drum your musician is carrying. The bridegroom had no trouble persuading the drummer to give the drum to the boy. The drummer knew he could easily buy another with the money he was going to get. The boy now rushed home to his mother, beating his new drum, and told her how he got it, beginning with a piece of wood from the roadside. Joy gladdening the heart through gratitude. With gratitude, I remember the people, animals, plants, insects, creatures of the sky and sea, air and water, fire and earth, all whose joyful exertion blesses my life every day. With gratitude, I remember the care and labor of a thousand generations of elders and ancestors who came before me. I offer my gratitude for the safety and well-being I have been given. I offer my gratitude for the blessings of this earth I have been given. I offer my gratitude for the measure of health I have been given. I offer my gratitude for the family and friends I have been given. I offer my gratitude for the community I have been given. I offer my gratitude for
for the teachings and lessons I have been given. I offer my gratitude for the life I have been given. So allowing the story and the gratitude poem just to resonate, resonate within the heart. Perhaps picturing or bringing to mind a fire. Knowing how we build a fire and then how the fire grows through being fueled. Fueled by wood. Fueled by paper. Fueled by things it can consume to grow. Beginning with this flame, this little flame in the heart space. Being tender and caring for this flame. Keeping it going. Knowing that this flame, this flame of joy, this flame of gladdening, is fueled through appreciation, through gratitude, through generosity, through metta. Bringing to mind some experience, some memory, some something that brings joy, that brings warmth. Something like the herons flying across. Or maybe for me it's the Sunday afternoon with jazz playing and good smells coming from the kitchen. Maybe that comfy chair and a good book. Whatever peace, no matter how small or no large, that when you attend to it, when you allow that manifest in your mind, brings this joy, brings this warmth, brings this gladdening of the heart-mind. And continuing in a good way to build this flame, this flame that offers warmth and peace and joy. Even here at the center, if you hadn't seen it yet, the bulletin board right across from where the food is served, as Joe pointed out, is a mudita board. All the people offering their mudita for their experience and time that they spent here at the center. Continuing to fuel this flame. This flame where there's no harm, no hurt, no non-safety. The flame of the heart. And as this flame grows and gathers energy, we begin to feel our whole person warmed, joyful, gladdened. From the tips of our toes to the top of our head, through the fingertips, warmth and joy. And this energy of joy, this energy of gladdening, 
Begin to send it out to the east. Moving out in a stable, consistent, ongoing to the east. Gladdening and bringing joy to all beings, to all that it touches. Perhaps even able to send it out to the east all the way around the universe, all the way around the world such that it comes right back to you from the west. Feeling how that strong flame that got created and grown and fueled by your memories, your experiences, your access to joyful moments. And then from the place of abiding in this heart quality, having that flame move out to the west, touching, bringing joy, and gladdening all that it passes, all that it contacts. And if you can, Sending that energy, sending that joy, sending that gladdening all the way west, all the way back around, that it comes back to you. Tending to this flame in the abiding place, continuing to fuel it with moments of joy, moments of remembering, moments of nature, moments of good times, moments of good food, moments of being rested and relaxed. And now taking that, that flame that's being cultivated and sourced and extending it to the south, all the way out as far as you can move it, bringing joy and gladdening to whatever it passes over, whatever it touches. Perhaps even being able to send it all the way around, coming back to you through the north. Just checking in, continuing to, to grow and tend the flame, continuing to offer a resource for the flame to keep warming bringing joy and gladness. Taking that flame and extending it to the north, seeing how it gladdens and brings joy to all that it touches or that passes through. Sending it as far as you can, perhaps all around, such that it comes back to you through the south. And continuing to source the flame. And it may be being sourced by one thing, or it may be being sourced by many things, no matter. And taking that flame and sending it upwards, upwards past the sky, as far as you can, upwards past the boundaries of this earth. Maybe even further, upwards into the universe. 
bringing joy and gladness to everything and every being that it passes by, that it touches, that is impacted by this warmth, this gladness, this joy. Shooting it out into the stars, maybe to the sun and the moon. Seeing how far you can extend that joy and gladdening. Then taking this mudita, this joy, this gladdening of the heart, mind, this abiding place, this heart quality, and sending it down into the earth, down into the earth, down into the earth, as far as you can send it. No objective. We're just working with this muscle, this ability, this capacity. The flame continues with its strength moving down into the earth. And continuing to bring the memory or the experience or the awareness that sources this flame, finding yourself sitting or abiding in this vortex of gladness, this vortex of joy, this warmth, this empathetic, sympathetic, including those that fly, those that swim, the two-leggeds and the four-leggeds. And as this joy, as this gladdening moves out, moves out from us sitting in this vortex of joy and gladness, knowing that it is abundant, that there is enough, that it is boundless. And that this flame that's created this huge, unmeasurable wealth of joy and gladdening is always just at our fingertips. All we have to do is be clear-minded, present, paying attention, establishing awareness, setting the intention for cultivation, this heart quality of joy and gladness, which balances out and interplays with the other three such that we create the conditions for well-being and freedom. So I will be quiet now. And you can continue on working with the mudita practice. You can engage the metta practice, the compassion practice, 
or the insight practice, whatever is speaking to you in this moment, knowing that it's grounded in this joy and gladdening of the heart. May the merits of our practice benefit all beings everywhere.